The following thoughts on Hoppy Hour represent Ryan Hoppy and Fastit. Listener discretion is advised. Live from Tampa Bay, you are tuned in to Hoppy Hour. He's the voice of a generation that got screwed by the baby boomers. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour. Hoppy Hour. Hoppy Hour. Listen to a radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Oh, what's up? It's Hoppy Hour. I am your host, Ryan Hoppy. Hanging out with you for the next hour. 856-49-HOPPY. It's 856-494-6773. You can tweet at me. At Ryan Hoppy Radio, and you can always email me Ryan Hoppy Radio at gmail.com. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. And if you're listening on the iHeartRadio app, which I don't know why you wouldn't be using the best platform out there, when you search up Hoppy Radio on all platforms, you can listen, but the most important one is iHeartRadio. And why is that? It has the talkback feature. So you can always leave me a message. Frankly, there's never a reason not to get a hold of me. I'm always available. Unless I'm swiping on Tinder, then I'm a little busy. No! Happy Hot Topic! Fucker superstar Hope Solo as you've never seen her before. Fastest drunk as hell i mean we've heard the reports that hope solo's got a drinking problem but when you see it in action you go man if this was a man they'd be crucified but just being real can you imagine if like lebron did this can you imagine if tom brady did this but hope solo did it oh she's just a troubled mother soccer superstar hope solo as you've never seen her before fast asleep behind the wheel her suv is running her twin toddlers in the back seat mother of the year everybody wakes up in the morning and goes oh man i wish hope solo was my mom police were called after neighbors noticed solo sleeping for more than an hour in the parking lot of a walmart in winston-salem north carolina that is the saddest sentence of all time hope solo famous soccer player what was she doing Sleeping for more than an hour in the parking lot of a Walmart in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And I think I've been to that Walmart. My family's from there. My mom's side of the family is from the Triad area. So uh, I think I've been to that Walmart. It's weird growing up. Like, it's a weird Walmart. All Walmarts are weird. But North Carolina is fascinating because it's like almost the south, but it's got parts of it that are like the north. But it's the south. It's very weird. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, it's not as south as, like, Alabama, obviously, in the sense that it's not as south on the map, and it's not as south personality-wise. It's not as, uh, how would I say this politely? Uh, It's not full of as many bigots as, let's say, maybe Georgia. There's plenty of bigots in dirtbags in North Carolina, but it's just, like, it's north. Poor kind of concerns, and you guys were out here sleeping and wanted to make sure you were okay. Why are you sleeping out here in the parking lot? Um, uh, she sounds really drunk. If you can't hear it, she said, because I, t- I took a nap. Oh, uh, yeah, no one has ever, you know, just taken a nap laying on the couch at home safe. You know where I want to be at 1030 at night is in a North Carolina walmart parking lot taking a nap with my kids in the back seat i mean that is just great parenting at its finest mother of the year right here how much have you drink tonight um we found out otherwise i have not drank at all like <laughs> don't eat sure i'm perfectly fine thank you sir another police car pulled. well no you're not perfectly fine you're a sociopath Another police car pulls up. She was passed out asleep in the front seat, and she's completely oblivious to everything that's like going on. I think she's been oblivious to everything since she was born. She just seems like she acts like her crap doesn't smell, and I'm better than you. God, is she insufferable. 
insufferable, annoying, just a terrible person. He goes back to solo. It doesn't matter where I'm coming from, but um, the car has not been... No, but it's been on. <laughs> she can't even finish the sentence. And also, what a good idea. Let me just talk back to the officer. She's sobering up a little bit right here, you can tell. But um, the car has not been... No, but it's been on. No, it has not been on. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Let me just talk back to a police officer. That's going to end real well. I'm used to talking back to my husband that I treat like garbage and my kids, but the cops, that's not going to work, Hope. No, it wasn't, sir. So step out of the vehicle. I'm not asking you again. With that, she Oh yeah, you got the kids crying in the back seat. The kids are like, please save us. Our mom's a sociopath. He is yanked out and cuffed. Put your hands behind your back. <gasps> in July, she reached a deal, pleading guilty to driving while impaired. If it was any other person, they would get more time, but oh, it's a famous soccer player. Wow, cool man. <laughs> I mean, what a dirtbag. Can you imagine if, let's say, I can't even think of a male soccer player. I'm trying to think. I don't even know. Imagine some male soccer player does that. They would be crucified. Get the kids taken away from them. Blah, blah, blah. Da, da, da. But, oh, it's Hope Solo. She's trying to figure out her life. She means well. She's been trying to figure out her life since, I don't know, the beginning. and It doesn't seem to really be working. She's, she's one of those people where she's really successful and she's really famous and she's really talented and some people would find her attractive. Her craziness is just, you know, her arguments are wicked. You know she is horrible to get into arguments with. You know when you get into an argument with a woman and then all of a sudden they're bringing up something from eight months prior? Yeah, that would be hope. So you have all of this and I just don't find her attractive. I just find her repulsive. In today's Tech Bytes, Netflix has rolled out its first ad-supported plan. It's this is the end of the world. Netflix has always been like, we're never going to have ads. And then when they make about one or two good shows a year and a bunch of documentaries about murderers, all of a sudden they're like, we need to make the plans a little more family friendly. By the way, man, you are a weird person if you're into like watching the Jeffrey Dahmer documentary. People are like, oh my God, I am so tired in the morning and I have no energy and I hate my life. And you're like, well, what'd you watch before you go to bed? Oh, I was watching a documentary about Jeffrey Dahmer eating people. Oh yeah, that's gonna really, you know, manifest a good day. called basic with ads and at 6.99 per month it's the cheapest subscription you can choose netflix going back to 6.99 man they are in dire need of help maybe that's what happens when you pay comedians so much money to do a special where they're preaching to us because when i think of a genuine real person i think of a comedian i've met over a hundred of them trust me comedians are the most smarmy insincere fake annoying people are like they will talk behind your back when you walk away there is nothing more insincere than a comedian when you have to make people laugh to get them to like you yeah there's not much there netflix says viewers will did get about four to five minutes of ads for each hour of content and some titles will not be available Shopping is about to get a lot easier for iPhone owners. PayPal and Venmo branded credit and debit cards will soon be added to the Apple Wallet app. The, the Apple Wallet's great because sometimes I will have my wallet in the other room at work or I'll leave it in my car and then it's like, oh, yeah, I can get chips for a buck fifty. Yeah. I love the boomers that are like, I will only pay you via check or PayPal. And you're like, well, Venmo's really easy. No. God, you are one insufferable generation. Lift up tap to pay feature will be available for use online and in stores anywhere Apple Pay is accepted. Which is most places. It's most places. Can you imagine 17, 18 years ago, you tell yourself you could use a cell phone to use as a wallet? Because like back in the day, my mom would lose her wallet all the time. When I tell you it was all the time, it was all the time. I love her more than anything, but in 2004, we really could have used an Apple wallet.
And finally, T-Mobile is getting into luggage with the uncarrier on. When I'm a millionaire and I'm just raking in the dough, raking in the moolah, raking in the money, I'm going to have a $20 suitcase. I'm going to go to Dollar Tree and get my shampoo from there. If you're having to buy a T-Mobile, you know, suitcase, you are overcompensating. You think you need the nicest, you know, microwave. Like, have you ever gone to a rich person's house and they got one of those microwaves that's hard to operate? And you're like, God, you're a douche to luggage with the uncarrier on. It has a wireless charging dock and a removable power bank, among other features. The bag's magenta color is meant to stand out if it's ever checked at the airport. The price Oh, I, I'm really glad that the uh, luggage comes with a charging uh, little area because there's no place to charge your phone at all at the airport. It's not like every single airline has a little desk area and plugs in the wall. If it wasn't for the T-Mobile suitcase, which is going to be how much, there'd be no way to charge your phone. Stand out if it's ever checked at the airport. The price tag, $325. Those Think about that. That is, you could go to Publix and you could get a whole month's worth of food for that price. You go to Aldi's, you might be saving a little money. The quality might not be as good, but that's like three months worth of food. No, but let me spend more than 300 on a suitcase. That is called being dumb. And those rich people that do that will then go, why am I broke? And then they'll look at their credit card and be like, remember that time I spent $350 on a suitcase? Yeah, it wasn't really the best usage of my finances. Happy hour. Happy hour. Oh, yeah, man. Happy hour will be right back. Let me tell you about the best trainer in all of the Bay Area. When I tell you that Amir Academy of Martial Arts is the best in the Bay, I am a man of my words. For all the info on women's self-defense classes, MMA classes, kids classes, normal classes, whatever the hell you need. He's got a gym area to work on. He's got a little gym area. He's got benches. He's got bags that you can punch. He's got everything at Amir Academy of Martial Arts. All the info is at amiracademy.com and when you sign up, tell him I sent you and he'll hook you up. Happy hour. Happy hour. Listen to me, Randy. It doesn't matter what you look like on the outside, whether you're white or black or Sasquatch even. As long as you follow your dream, no matter how crazy or against the law it is. Except for Sasquatch. If you're Sasquatch, the rules are different. Forget it, Meatwad. I'm a circus freak. That's all I'll ever be. Whatever. Call Hoppy now. 856-49-HOPPY. Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio. Or chat him live via the Hoppy Radio app. Listen to radio show on the planet that the other stations are tuned in too. Oh, yeah. 856 49 Hoppy. 856 494 6773. You can tweet at me at Ryan Hoppy Radio. You can always email me Ryan Hoppy Radio at gmail.com. And if you're listening on the iHeartRadio app, you can use the talkback feature. Alrighty. Happy Hot Topic. The CDC. (laughs) Those ass wipes that are hypocritical and don't really know much, like all human beings, have made some guidelines more soft. Let's get to your headlines at 7.30. We're going to start with a major move by the CDC. What, they admitted they've been wrong about most things? Is that the major move of the CDC? To finally show some humility? To battle the nation's prescription drug crisis, the agency actually softening its guidelines yesterday for doctors who prescribe oxycodone and other opioid painkillers. Yeah. I find the debate about medicine to be fascinating because if you talk to people that have had a past of addiction or having it in their family, they'll go, you should never take meds at all. And I'm like, oh, I take Clonopin for my speech impediment and my bipolar and it kind of works. Like, 
Just because you have an addiction problem doesn't mean other people can't take meds. And just because I take meds doesn't mean everybody should take meds. I hate when people are so against opioids and meds. And it's like, everybody's a little different. My vice? Personally, my vice is... CDC says the new guidelines are designed to ensure that patients can get compassionate and safe pain care. Oh, man. When I think of compassionate people, when I think of people that really care about you, I think about doctors and hospitals with their high bills. Oh, they're really looking out for us. Get the hell out of here. It's the first time the CDC has modified its recommendations since 2016. Oh, wow. They're really growing up six years later. They're like, yeah, we've actually been incorrect, but we're not going to say we're incorrect. We're just going to update the guidelines. That's all they're doing is they're telling you they were incorrect before, but they're narcissists and they're supposed to be the leaders. So they're going to tell you, oh, we're updating it. No, they're just admitting after six years, after a lot of research that whatever they told us prior was false. Speaking of narcissists, is Cher have a new man in her life? The 76-year-old was spotted out hand-in-hand with 36-year-old music executive Alexander Edwards on... Good for him, I think. ...Wednesday in Los Angeles. The pair were both clad in all-black ensembles for the outing. Cher looks like she's 76 years old, even though she looks like she's 58. It just looks so fake. She kind of looks like an outfit that Roger would have in American Dad, the uh, alien. The duo sparked romance rumors after they were photographed together, but they could just be friends. Friends with benefits, that's the answer. I love how these celebrity news reporters, they want every relationship to be so hard-hitting and serious. No, they're just banging. She could be dead tomorrow, and he's like, hey, you know, I get the bang share. Not everybody gets to say that. Page Six reports they met up with Tyga for dinner. Oh, yeah, I wonder what that discussion was like. <laughs> You have Tyga and you have Cher in the same room. That's a fascinating dinner. That is a fascinating dinner. Think about that. Tyga and Cher. The cool part is they're both known by one name, so that's kind of cool. Alexander was previously with Amber Rose. Oh, yeah. That's quite the transition to go from Amber Rose to Cher. The pair share three-year-old son Slash together and reportedly split up in 2021 after three years of dating. Oh, wow. Yeah, seems like millennials are not meant to be with one person for the rest of their life. I can't really put my finger on it. Maybe it's because I'm recently single. I can't really figure it out, but it seems like everybody's breaking up. And when you look at any relationship that lasts forever and ever, it's all the boomers and everybody that was disgruntled for their whole life. You ever notice that? Do you? I don't think you do. And I'm not saying this out of being disgruntled as a single person, but you look at Tom Brady, everyone thought that was going to last forever and ever. Nothing on this planet is yours. You are borrowing everything, everything. The only thing you have is your body. And even now you're kind of borrowing because you're going to lose it at some point when you die. It's just, it's utterly ridiculous. It's insane. All the boomers are like, Oh, you millennials, you Gen Zs, you got to get married. Why? When's the last time you had sex with your wife? Oh, about 2004, but that's not, that, that doesn't matter. Marriage is great. Why is it great? Oh, it's great. Dang. Cher was married to Sonny Bono from 1964 until 1975. Yeah, about 50 years. It's got to be weird that she hasn't like had him for 50 years. I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Then to Greg Allman from 1975 until 1979. Wait, she was dating the Bucks reporter? Access Hollywood last spoke with Cher in September at the premiere of Sydney, and the star opened up about honoring Sydney Poitier. It's important for people to learn about Sydney's story. Because. Jesus Christ, her mouth isn't even moving. She's had so much work done on her face that you're like, man, you probably could have gone without the last seven operations. Because it's it's a story that needs to be told, and it's a you know what else needs to be told more. You're the original auto tune. Story that tells you 
you can start here and you can end. There's no end to where you can go. Um, dying is an answer, but it's, uh, oh, whatever. Forget about that end. You know, and he was a brilliant artist and a very sweet man, humble, fabulous man. May he rest in peace. He sounds like he was so wonderful and so great. That <laughs> he was wonderful to be around. ABC News exclusive. My interview with the man behind the infamous fire festival, Billy McFarland. He's speaking out for the first time on camera following his release from prison, talking about his time behind bars, being called the ultimate con man. Uh, he is. I can't wait to see how Good Morning America like defends him somehow. <laughs> and how he plans to pay back the millions he still owes. Yeah, that's kind of a big deal. I started lying to get the money. Yeah. And I would literally wake up every day to I just look at myself in the mirror and go, I'm a fraud. A document that we were called urgent payment sheet. Mm. And I had amount of money that I had to acquire by before the bank closed that day if they, if, uh, to stop the company from going underwater. And so I was literally day by day doing whatever it took. And I know this is a uh, visual and you're listening through your ears, but Michael's just giving him to look like you are dumb as hell, dude. Looking back, it was so incredibly stupid. Yeah, you know, when you go to prison and you're not really getting away with it, all of a sudden you're kind of like, yeah, I kind of regret this. Met with disaster tents, soggy sandwiches, and chaos. I remember when that was a big deal. I think it was like 2019, like probably February. I don't know. I'm so weird with remembering dates. But... I remember I watched the documentary and I went, cool, what's for dinner? Everybody was so fascinated with it. I was like, oh, wow, cool. This is an absolute disaster. Oh, yeah, that's the average person attending Fire Festival. This riveting answer. Absolute And chaos. This is an absolute disaster. Oh, I'm sure she's fun to be around. This is so awful. Why'd you go then? It sounds pretty awful to be on an island for a fest run by Ja Rule. Oh, yeah. Wow, that sounds relevant. Bring your flip phones. Behind it all, the then 25-year-old CEO and co-founder, Billy McFarland. A lot of people consider you to be the ultimate con man. What do you consider yourself to be? A loser. I was wrong, so... I, I, I messed up and you didn't really answer though. <laughs> I was so driven by this desperate desire to prove people right. I had these early investors, backers, employees. Okay, so he got humbled in prison. That's fine. I kind of believe it, but I wouldn't want to hang out with him. Like, I forgive you, I guess, even though it didn't impact my life. But at the same time, you look at him and you go, you're a scumbag. I don't care that being in prison humbled you. The first thing that anybody should have looked at in that situation is when you're surrounding yourself with Ja Rule. Yeah. Like, I'm a fan of Ja Rule. I like some of his songs. You know, but when that's your big name, bro, come on now. And I think I was just so insecure that I thought the only way to prove myself to them was to succeed. Oh, give me a break. I had to succeed. Oh, shut up. I'd rather never make it in life than be you. And that led me down just this terrible path of bad decisions. But was it more to prove yourself or was it more for money? It was to prove myself. And once again, I was totally wrong and mm. I lied to investors to get money. But... And how dumb are those people that gave him the money? He must just be the best talker of all time. You must just hang out with him and go, that guy's telling me the truth. I put every dollar I had or could find to make this festival happen. Mm -hmm. And I literally came back to New York after with $100 in my pocket. You did. Ah, it sounds like everything went, went well. <laughs> you have so many people, employees. Mm -hmm who said, we can't, we cannot make this happen in time. I'm just so curious as to why you didn't just pull the plug well ahead of narcissism. The festival. I should have listened and there, there's no excuse. How 
Oh, there's not. How can you expect people to believe that what you're saying right now is, is the truth? And how? Why didn't they have Michael interview Alec Baldwin? They had, they had George interviewing him last year. Hey, I'm a fellow liberal, George Stephanopoulos, and I'm going to defend you, Alec Baldwin. Can you imagine if you had Michael out there interviewing Alec Baldwin? He would have been crucified. How can you expect people to believe that this entire festival wasn't just a con? So first off, what I told investors was it was wrong. And it's like when a kid beats the crap out of somebody and then says sorry to their parents. Yeah, I, I know it was awful when I grabbed that dude by his collar and threw him against the locker and then kicked him in the nuts and, you know, kissed his girlfriend. But I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> I think the hardest thing for me is the trust that I violated and whether yeah, it was I friends, trust you. investors, yeah. or employees, people gave up a lot to try. I would give up too. And make this happen. And it's how do I call them now and look them in the eye when I let them down? I just, I just wouldn't talk to anybody anymore. I would just literally sit in solitary confinement, solitary confinement for the rest of my life. Like not even, I don't even know how you say it. That was dumb. I would never talk to anybody else ever again if I was him. There's no reason to talk to anybody. How, how is anybody going to trust you? I wouldn't trust you. Really should have canceled everything and just stopped lying. Well, trust me. When you went to prison, that was a cancellation. Spent the money and you didn't have their money to give back. Was that part of the reason? Or could that be part of the reason? Absolutely. And I don't care anymore, man. I wish you nothing but the best, I think. Happy hour. Happy hour. Happy Hour will be right back. Oh, yeah. This following segment was brought to you by the best trainer in all of the Bay Area. When I tell you that Devin Prasad is the best, I'm not lying to you. I, I would not lie to you. Go to fitstagefitness.net. He has different memberships. And when you sign up, all you got to do is tell him I sent you. Happy Hour. Happy Hour. Well... It was good while it lasted, I guess. But, Sheriff, the glory hole is the pride and joy of Dougal County. Fella found an even older glory hole two towns over. Lord knows I ain't looking forward to telling the tourism board about this. Such an elegant concept. A simple, lowly hole to commemorate his glory. Call Hoppy now. 856-49-HOPPY. Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio. Or chat him live via the Hoppy Radio app. Happy hour. Happy hour. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Please don't be offended. He's sorry in advance. You just say one thing about this flame outfit that everyone wants to talk about no one wants to talk about it you're just talking about it so that people will say oh my god you hear about the outfit kim kardashian has something to say to all the haters who didn't exactly find a particular fit to be fire oh my god we didn't like your outfit kim this is proof that you are nothing without us you need our approval at all times because deep down you are smarmy Everyone is so fickle. <gasps> the tea was piping hot on the latest. Oh yeah, it was hot. Latest episode of Hulu's The Kardashians, specifically the end credits, yeah. when the reality star addressed this look that she rocked. Claim it's an awful outfit. It's like she's wearing like sweats that are like pink, and then she's got like a fire emoji or like a dress or like a shirt. It's awful that her ex Kanye West fans destroyed her on the internet the internet's a bunch of losers none of them would say it to your face whatever awful crap has ever been said about me as a z minus list celebrity no one's ever said to my face so Kim I know we're not exactly relatable but who cares they're gonna run their mouth because they're losers you don't know where they are at any time when they comment they could be waiting in line at wawa and just comment something you ever think about that whenever someone writes something mean you don't know what's going on in their life maybe there's significant others bitching at them and they want to take it out on somebody 
It says more about the person than you. You just say one thing about this flame outfit that everyone wants to talk about and on the internet destroyed me and was like, haha, this is what she gets. You know, not being with Kanye. Finally, one look, she dresses herself. The Kanye outfits must have ran out. The T is, this was one of the outfits he styled and picked. Whoa. Sounds like someone's not over their ex. Doubt. Wait, did you hear that? I think that was the sound of a mic dropping. If you guys knew that, and if we were together, you guys would think it was the coolest outfit in the world. Everyone is so fickle. Kim filed for divorce from Ye in February 2021, but she's always been candid about his influence on her style over the years. I would always stress out about big events like this and what would I wear and the last minute part of it. And so he kind of filled it up and got me a few really nice couture pieces so that I wouldn't stress out like that. But the rapper's fans aren't the only ones critiquing her fashion. That's what Kanye texts me. No white glasses. <laughs> Better um, make security wear black gloves. The orange look made me so mad. Would have went to jail before I went out in that. I feel like being a Kardashian's a little toxic. Last month on the family's hit reality show, the Skims founder read a text she received from her ex while she was in Milan for the Prada fashion show in February. Getting a text message from your ex is the worst. You're like, what do you want? He never holds back and he speaks his mind. He never holds back. And safe to say he wasn't loving Kim's looks. While we're here in Milan, Kanye has the kids at home yeah. and he can't help himself. And last season, Kim revealed one of the not so nice things he had to say about her style amid their split. Also, why does Kim care about his opinion? If you care about what your ex says, you are pathetic. He told me my career is over. And then yeah. During any breakup process, the ex is never going to root for you. Ever. My ex could go on to be the most successful person ever. And I wouldn't care either way. It's not my life. You know what I mean? I want everybody to succeed. When you hold resentment and you care that much about what an ex is saying or doing, you're giving them the power. Life is so short. Who cares? I'm not saying you're not allowed to wallow a little bit and feel bad. But when you let it dictate your mood, no one wants to be around you. No one wants to be around the person. Now, if it's a fresh breakup and it's been a week, it's okay to vent to your friends. But when it becomes your whole identity, it's like, shut up. Showed me a picture of Marge Simpson wearing something similar. Kim was referring to this outfit she rocked while being honored at WSJ Magazine's Innovator Awards last October. Oh, she's a real innovator. She can't even figure out how to set up a video camera, though. Oh, but she's such an innovator, that Kim Kardashian. Oh, happy hot topic. I do find him different than he was back then. Um, I didn't see hints of this kind of harmful behavior. Back uh, everyone saw it within Kanye West. But John Legend's just saying he didn't see it because he doesn't want people to go, well, why'd you hang out with him? There's that guy, I think his name's Jensen Carp. His name was Hot Carl. He was on the Kevin and Bean show and then became Kevin in the morning on K-Rock in Los Angeles. He was the guy that did the uh, cinnamon toast. Oh, there was shrimp in my cinnamon toast prank from a year and a half ago. He was a failed rapper, but he said that Kanye West was always crazy. So when John Legend is saying, I never saw this side of Kanye. What about when he was talking to Michael Myers about George Bush doesn't care about black people live on TV and everything else? John Legend's only saying this to cover his ass. I do find him different than he was back then. Yeah. Um, I didn't see hints of this kind of harmful behavior back then. Yeah, John Legend might be missing the old Kanye West. <laughs> I love when people change and you go, oh, I miss the old you. No, they just, we're all growing up and then we're going to die. So as you grow up, you become your more authentic self each day that you get closer to either being cremated or laying in the ground forever. It wasn't that Kanye West was like, 
a good person before. It's just now that cancel culture is going on, John Legend's covering his ass. Everyone has always said that Kanye West has always believed in himself and always been nuts since day one. He's just older now. I gotta skip over this. I don't even, I can't play to this song. Has changed. He's the one that signed me. He's the one that helped discover me and helped me get a record deal. And I wouldn't be where I am now without him. That was in 2016. Kanye was pretty crazy back then. Oh, but now you don't want to get canceled, John Legend. So I'm very grateful to him. But now oh, oh, you're so grateful. But now you're a liberal douchebag. And I got to make Chrissy Teigen happy because we know who wears the pants in that relationship. Get out of here. You think John Legend commands any part of that relationship? <laughs> yeah Chrissy Teigen's wearing the pants in that relationship But now John's singing a different tune To the On With Kara Swisher podcast Saying the Kanye who once helped his career Is different from the man he is now You know I think life happens to people And I think uh, the death of his mother Probably had something to do with this I think and you know I don't want to play armchair psychologist But he's But you are if you weren't going to play an armchair psychologist, you would quit talking about him. It's like when somebody insults you and they go, I don't mean to insult you, but your dress looks awful. Shut up. Just say it, John Legend. Don't hide behind your smarmy words. Just insult him. He's definitely changed. And a lot of us who have known him over the years are really concerned about You're it. You're referring to mental illness that he's talked about it himself. Absolutely. I the two artists have a long history together, both collaborating on each other's early music. First on Kanye's 2004 album, The College Dropout. All right, I got to skip over this because I can't play music on this show. Copyright ain't fun. John, he was one of Ye's first artists on his new label at the time, Good Music. I'm going to make sure that I sit down. I mean, all the way from the, the videos to the marketing. To this is from 05. The timing. Like, I really want to be involved with the artist's careers and give them the best advice that I can give them. I mean, he seems a little better back then, but you can sit, hear the craziness in that talking thing. People and he helped me pick my photographer for the you know the album photo session and yeah. he just helped with a lot of things because he's been through it all he's john seems cooler back then man being married to chrissy teakin i would not advise that happy hour happy hour Oh, I'm sure she's so wonderful to be around. Happy hour will be right back. Oh, yeah. This following segment was brought to you by the best barber in all of the Bay Area. When I tell you that Rich Keeley's the man, I wouldn't lie to you. I'm being honest. I'm being utterly honest. RichKBarber.com. Sign up. Go there. Tell them I sent you. Happy hour. Happy hour. It's, uh, I mean, it's like a koala bear crapped a rainbow in my brain. <laughs> Listen to Hoppy Hour at any time, anywhere. Search Hoppy Radio on all major streaming platforms. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour. I'm your host, Ryan Hoppy. 856-49-Hoppy. It's 856-494-6773. You can tweet at me. At Ryan Hoppy Radio. You can always email me. Ryan Hoppy Radio at gmail.com. Never holds back. Let's go. Oh, happy Hot Topic! Today in overcompensation and small d energy. Prosecutors say the assault on Paul Pelosi was politically motivated. According to court documents, David DePap telling officers, I have a small penis and that's why I attack politicians because I think they really impact my life. I'm sick of the insane expletive level of lies coming out of Washington, D.C. I Me too, but that doesn't mean I break into someone's house and attack them. Dirtbag. 
came here to have a little chat with his wife. But this morning, DePap's ex-partner and the mother of his children says the suspect used to have progressive ideas. Oh, that's good. And this guy's a father. <laughs> Idiocracy! We're very progressive in our views, and we never disagreed about it. Oxane Gypsy Tob is, cur- is currently looking for attention and was like, Hey, can I have my 15 seconds of fame? Currently in prison for stalking and attempting to abduct a 14-year-old boy. Oh, this family sounds wonderful. It's been at least seven years since she last spoke with the suspect. Yeah, it's been six years since I saw my last girlfriend. Like, you know what I mean? A lot changes in six to seven years. You don't just go, oh, yeah, I can tell you everything about them. You can tell me everything about them the last time you saw them, but people change. So this info is outdated at best. But she says he showed signs of mental health issues when they were together. Whoa, that's, that's, I mean, right there, ladies and gentlemen, that is breaking news. Someone that would break into Nancy Pelosi's house and attack her husband. He has mental health problems. I mean, call the presses. That is some breaking news if I've ever heard it. When you say he had mental problems, can you give me some examples? Um, broken in Nancy Pelosi's house. When he was away from us for a year and a half, he came back and for a while he was paranoid. He thought people were following him. He thought that, um, you know, he was beautiful. 40. He was probably one of those guys that thought the radio was talking to him. You know, if you're listening to the radio and it's like a music DJ and then they're like, it's your chance to win tickets next. They're trying to be personable. He probably would respond to the radio and be like, Wait, it's my chance? Talk to me. Talk to me. Why is the traffic report going off? 42-year-old DePap has pleaded not guilty to multiple felony charges. He's only 42. He is a rough 42. In some ways, he looks like he's 42, and in some ways, he doesn't. Including attempted murder. His attorney hinting his mental state could be a possible defense. Oh, shut up. I'm tired of that. I get that lawyers can use that. But whenever you use mental health for anything that involves violence or sexual assault or school shootings, it makes other people that are mentally ill like me look crazy. And here's what I mean by that. What I mean is this. I have ADD, ADHD, bipolar. You know what I do? I have panic attacks. You know what else I do? I don't break into politicians' house. My mom's side of the family, not me, my mom's great-grandma had schizophrenia. I have some bipolar in the family, some alcoholism. None of us have attacked people. We have our flaws. We have our issues, no doubt about it. But that whole defense, oh, he was mentally insane. Shut the F up. You're making everybody else that has mental issues that's a normal, nice person look bad. Tired of it. As Nancy Pelosi's 82-year-old husband remains in the hospital, authorities are now looking into how the intruder was able to get past security cameras and break into their home. Yeah, that's no good. The complaint says a private security guard working near the Pelosi home on the night of the attack saw a man dressed in black carrying a large bag. Come on in, suspicious man, going to one of the most hated politicians of all time, going into their house. Come on by. Who cares that you have a black bag at two in the morning in San Francisco, a city that's already kind of become sketchy? Come on in. Let's hang out. Let's have a good time. (laughs) After hearing banging, that security guard never called police. Did he pay the security guard? I mean, that's not even a security guard. It's like Chief Wiggum. NBC News has confirmed Capitol Police in Washington, D.C. Yeah. have the ability to monitor Pelosi's San Francisco home Whatever. 24 hours a day. But during the attack, no one was watching the security. Yeah, someone was definitely paid off. There was something severely suspicious about this. And let me say that again with emphasis. Severely suspicious. The one time no one was watching was when she was attacked. Somebody was paid off home 24 hours a day yeah but during the attack no one was watching the security camera feed oh that's good that gives me hope for the future not at all
This morning, controversial Washington Commanders owner Dan Snyder again in the spotlight. ESPN reporting that the U.S. Attorney's Office... If I didn't even know who he was, when you look at Dan Snyder, he just looks like a bad, bad dude. ...office in the Eastern District of Virginia has opened a criminal investigation into the commanders over alleged financial impropriety, citing two sources familiar with the matter. The commander's law firm calling the allegations of impropriety untrue. It comes as Snyder and his wife Tanya announced Wednesday that they'd hired Bank of America to consider potential transactions, including... Uh, that sounds like everything's going well financially <laughs> for the Washington commanders. <laughs> selling all or part of their storied NFL franchise. For a community that has wanted him out for a while, it's huge. For a league that wants him out, it's huge. Yeah, the league definitely wants to get rid of him. When you have one of the 32 owners saying that the NFL is like the mafia and he's got info on everybody, yeah. You know, they're like, get rid of him. I don't want my wife to know. She already knows I cheat on her, but I don't want her to know that I cheat on her that much on my private yachts. Washington's football team hasn't won a playoff game since 2006. Ah, uh, sounds great. But the team's biggest challenges have occurred off the field, including a long-running debate over whether to change the team's original name, seen as racist, a change Snyder long opposed, to alleged friction with other owners. According to an ESPN report last month, multiple anonymous sources said they'd heard Snyder had told his lawyers to hire private investigators to look into other team owners. The commanders denied that report. And there have been multiple allegations of sexual harassment and a toxic workplace that led the NFL to fine Snyder $10 million. Craig Melvin asked team president Jason Wright about those allegations in February. This was widely regarded as a toxic workplace. What, what have you done since you've been here to fix that? Try my best, but when Dan Snyder's running things, it's going to be hard to change everything. But let's actually hear his answer. I think the rebrand has been an interesting period because it's coincided with a time of very rapid, very real and irreversible change in the organization. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell grilled about them on Capitol Hill. It is clear to me that the workplace in Washington was unprofessional and unacceptable. And, and I'm an awful leader or I just covered it up. Oh, but I thought you were the head boss, Roger Goodell. <laughs> He's another asswipe. Numerous respects. Snyder was invited, but did not attend that hearing. Yay, he kind of forgot. Apparently, Mr. Snyder is in France. On a private yacht, bro. <laughs> he has docked his luxury yacht near a resort town. The news of a possible sale met with joy by some D.C. sports fans. Some, all four of them. Happy hour. Happy hour. We'll be right back. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you about the best top 40 radio around. ZRadioLive.com on Odyssey and tune in. ZRadioLive.com. Run by my good friend, Zach Feldman. We are syndicated every Thursday at 5 p.m. East Coast time, 4 p.m. Central. Also, RyanHoppyRadio.com. Just saying, that's the place to be. Listen to Hoppy Hour at any time, anywhere. Search Hoppy Radio on all major streaming platforms. I got PhDs in four scientific disciplines. Really? Why do you think they call me Dr. Quinn? Um, I just thought that was a nickname. You know, like Dr. Dre. East Side. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Oh yeah. Welcome back. I'm your host, Ryan Hoppy. 856-49-HOPPY. It's 856-494-6773. You can tweet at me at Ryan Hoppy Radio. You can always email me. Ryan Hoppy Radio at gmail.com. With its endless summers and low cost of living, the Sunshine State became a retirement hotspot where or a place to do good radio. Generations of Americans have spent their golden years 
a move so popular it even made its way into pop culture. But now, as the price of nearly everything soars, it could mean trouble in paradise for some retirees, especially when it comes to housing. Yeah, it's not great down here, but I like being here, but it's not great. Leave, you New Yorkers. People are looking to retire, maybe rethinking their plan. Yeah. Median home values in Florida now up nearly 28% from last year. Mm-hmm. The average rent in Miami, more than $2,900. In or- oh, I'm glad. Miami's so worth it. <laughs> Orlando, around 2100 I see this as a permanent change. Ken Johnson, a real estate economist and associate dean at Florida Atlantic University, founded... All right, so... Keep putting out the headlines. I don't want to play anymore. My, my life's too short, and I'm trying to make this into just one hour, and this goes on for five more minutes. But keep pushing out the agenda that Florida sucks. It's so awful having the sun out all the time. Yeah, the people are crazy. The women are beautiful. What I'm saying is leave. Bye. Oh, happy hot topic. It's so awful here. That's why I never want to leave. Amber Heard is off Twitter. No. Shortly after Amber's ex, Elon Musk, bought the social media platform and became its CEO, fans noticed that the actress's official Twitter account has been deactivated. Man, you're a loser if you notice that. No, we don't get to hear from that sociopath, Amber Turd. The exact timing and the reasoning behind her terminated account is not clear, but several celebs have left the platform following Elon's takeover. You should have left before. Twitter's a despicable website. Access Hollywood has reached out to Amber's team for comment. Yeah. Amber dated Elon shortly after her split from Johnny Depp in 2016. Ah, they're Eskimo brothers. But the two called it quits in 2017. I don't know. Amber's social media change comes just months after a I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. You may have been seeing a lot of headlines having to do with one of the best basketball players in the world, Kyrie Irving, that have nothing to do with basketball. We're about to get into that now. Uh, And I want you to look at this first. The Anti-Defamation League found that the number of anti-Semitic incidents hit a record high in 2021, a 34% increase from the previous year. And yes, now one of the biggest names in sports facing backlash for spreading anti-Semitism, NBA star Kyrie Irving off the Brooklyn, of the Brooklyn Nets, shared a link last week on social media to a 2018 film that's been described as anti-Semitic. He's such an asswipe. He thinks he's smarter than everybody in the room at all times. He must be insufferable to be around. Leading to a heated exchange with ESPN's Nick Friedel during Saturday's post-game press conference and joining us. I'm smarter than you, I'm better than you, and I can never lead a team to victory. Cool, Kyrie. He must have a small penis. He is always angry. Is ESPN reporter Nick Friedel himself and ABC News contributor. What up, Nick? Contributor and Los Angeles Times columnist LZ Granderson. Thank you both for being with us. All right, LZ, let's start with you here. For people who aren't familiar, don't want to tell them to go out and find this film and, and watch it or anything else, talk about exactly what he did. He tweeted a link. He didn't say anything, right. but he tweeted a link to this film that shows and to says what that is basically anti-semitic like you you know nick and i were talking all offline like we're so sick of talking about Kyrie yeah. from last season right dealing with the vaccinations and his logic and again here we are again him trying to apply Kyrie logic to something that is pretty straightforward it is an anti-semitic film there is no nuance in my opinion um i don't understand why he felt the need to tweet it out um, i think it is I think he is showing some awareness that he knew it would be sort of controversial because he didn't say anything, right? He didn't say great film. He's not showing awareness. He's just like, oh, I want this to go away. If he would have shown any awareness, it would have been before the team suspended him. He just put it out there and expected his followers to take a look and perhaps... He does put it out there. He puts it out to the universe. He's a real asshole. Speaking of a real asshole... Twitter will begin laying off staff members this morning. According to an email obtained by NBC News, the move comes just days after Elon Musk completed a $44 billion takeover of the company. That's good. You have him laying off people. That's just representing why this planet is failing us as human beings. We are failing. We are failing. 
One man takes over a company and people lose jobs. Ah, uh, we're doomed. You're doomed. It's not too late. I honestly, I don't know if I'll, like, I, I, hopefully I'll find somebody. Drake talks dating, porn, and marriage. I, hopefully I'll find somebody. Drake. Uh, but Millie Bobby Brown's 18, bro. Talks dating, porn, and marriage in a rare no-holds-barred interview with Howard Stern. But turns out it's all part of a deepfake series to promote his joint album with 21 Savage. Hell yeah. You know you're becoming old when you have to rely on the younger artists to help promote you. Still gonna turn it all the way up. Hell yeah, bro. Gonna hit on girls that have class tomorrow. On Wednesday, the music... He would never do that. That was a joke. ...posted this clip to Instagram. It's a very real-looking fake chat with the radio personality. And let's just say he left his filter at home. You said you were open about porn. What, what type of porn are you watching? What, what is your thing? It's top. Why? It doesn't look real. It, the... I don't know. Oh. Holy... Hi. All right. Sounds like things are really going well for Drake. Speaking of someone that has things going really well for them. Now to Matthew Perry. Yeah, the French star is on a media blitz for his new book. And just when you think that he is right out of shockers, oh, no, there's so much more. Man, I would not want to tell him any secrets. He is a smarmy little douchebag. My heart did stop for five minutes. No! Jennifer one day came up and said, we know you're drinking. We could smell. We know you're drinking. We know you're weird. Get away from us. We're only talking to you because we're on this TV show that we're making $90 million an episode at, okay? Alan, how desperate did it get for the friend star? Well, Matthew says that during the pandemic, he was so determined to get Oxycontin, he spent $350,000 to fly round trip from Switzerland to LA. That's uh, not that big of a deal. Why is it not that big of a deal? That's how much they make a second. In today's Tech Bytes, Twitter Blue is going to cost more green. Twitter's subscription service is going from $5 a month to 8 CEO Elon Musk says subscribers will see fewer ads and will be able to post longer videos. Oh, cool. Twitter. That's just where I want to be. Some Amazon customers are getting something for nothing, or at least nothing extra. Amazon full music catalog of 100 million songs is... No, thank you. I have Spotify. Spotify does the job perfectly. Selena Gomez isn't holding back. <gasps> she never holds back. The pop star spoke out to... I mean, she may have held back a little bit. Maybe that's why Bieber cheated on her with Haley. Selena Gomez isn't holding back. Yeah. The pop star spoke out to Rolling Stone recently while promoting her upcoming documentary, Selena Gomez, My Mind and Me, and she got candid about a variety of topics, including revealing that, while she wants to have children, that two of her bipolar medications make it unlikely that she could carry her own saying, quote, that's a very big, big present thing in my life. And also saying, quote, however I'm meant to have them, I will. The yeah, trust me, being bipolar is not fun. It's great. It's 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 not fun. It's great. You know, that Meghan and Harry, when they were at the funeral for the Queen, felt like they hadn't been received well. They weren't right. getting... Yeah, you trashed the whole family on Oprah a year and a half ago, and then you're like, why doesn't anybody like us? the respect that they right. were owed or dude yet at the same time you're not owed diddly squat you're a girl that was on deal or no deal and on suits and then you pretended to not know who prince harry was shut up there is this memoir that is looming that, right. of harry's that's coming out early next year why don't they there like us there was the oprah bombshell interview right. one could see oh whatever this morning, Gabby Petito's parents filing a $50 million wrongful death lawsuit against the police department in Moab, Utah, claiming Gabby would be alive today if not for the officer's negligence. Yeah, those officers were pretty awful. And second of all, those Northport police officers, man, like something happened there. They were protecting Brian. She could have been protected that day. There are, pe there are laws put in place to protect victims, mm -hmm. and those laws were not followed. She May she rest in peace. Finally. Whether you like it or not, the time to turn back your clock is almost here. But this November could be the final fallback. Finally. I mean, we might as well call each other on a rotary phone. That's how outdated this is. Daylight saving. Whatever it is. Daylight saving. Saving. People will correct you. 
You're going to waste your time correcting me over something that's dumb? Now, if I misspelled Christmas or something, then I get it. But it's literally the most outdated thing ever. I'm proud that I don't know how to say it. Saving, saving time. It's a waste. Happy hour. Happy hour. Money. And like that, he's gone. Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over.